Hello and welcome to the 109th roundup of the PPC Chat Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5pm GMT. I'm your host Anu, I'm the founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, especially automation, paid media and my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that is already on everybody's laptop. Yes, that's right, it's Microsoft Excel. So if you want a free consultancy about where I can do for you in regards to paid media, implementing scripts and the like, or even just cutting your spend on your data analysis tool, just why don't you send me a message at hello at mindswan.com or get to me on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram with the handle mindswanppc. And also to make note of the fact that um, this podcast does have an its Instagram profile and that's ppcchat underscore Twitter underscore roundup um, on Instagram. Um, so yeah, do check us out there and follow, like, comment and yeah, send any questions you have about the show. Um, I also thought it was actually quite interesting to mention how, why I say 5 p.m. GMT, because I was doing the analytics of my account and actually saw quite a lot, a lot of my listeners. In fact, I'll say over 50% of my listeners are from the U.S., and some of them are also from France. And obviously, they're on different times. Um, I think it runs at 1 p.m. Eastern time EST. And also, it would be um, Europe time. There was one hour ahead. So it will be 6 p.m. Um, yeah, non-GMT time. Look at me. What's the non-GMT time for the rest of Europe? Anyway, so yes. Yeah, so that's why I'm very particular by saying it's 5 p.m. GMT UK time. Um, so yeah, this week I am recording from my lovely home again with, um, it's, it's nighttime here, so no birds singing today. I just finished, um, a glass of wine and now I'm on a very nice fruit twist Fanta, um, drink in a wine glass because you know why not um so yeah this should be a fun one for, for you i hope um so this week's discussion we have a guest lead woohoo mark kennedy um he's not a recent regular but definitely one that has joined us on several chats in the past he leads us on a chat on ad extensions so you know that bit um of the paid search ads that allows you to say almost infinitely more yeah it seems like like it's infinitely more but not quite um more than the character limit than the ad copy itself allows well we are going to chat about our favorites um how we use them and a few wishes around them because yeah if you didn't know there are several different types of ad extensions there are and we'll be talking about a few of them today so let's go um mark goes hello everyone thanks for joining in on today's ppc chat here um, where we'll be discussing ad extensions. First question coming in a minute. Just want to give everyone a chance to join. Um, and yeah, no niceties today for Mark. <laughs> he just goes straight into question one, asking what is or are your go-to ad extensions, the ones you feel either perform the best or extensions you almost always utilize in your campaigns. And I go with um, one that I feel like we just, I just almost always utilize in our campaigns. And um, that one is site links and um, call extensions mainly because yeah that's that's the one that's just the basic to go with that's pretty much like every any other ad copy as well that you can use um and then yeah so i pretty much use that and it's quite easy to get um what you call it um approval for those because they're very similar to what the ad copy looks like so it's very easy to get approval for those ones um as well, so yeah, site links, callouts, and structured snippets, which gives, uh, you know, you can say what different kind of 
things a company does. So if it's a, you can say different types or different brands. If you're, you sell sub brands and if you're a supplier of different brands, you can say the different brands you supply. Uh, you can list like different services. If you're like, let's say you're a restaurant, like, you know, the, the different foods that you do, not if you're a restaurant, <laughs> that'll be the different foods. Um, anyway, so going on to what other people have said, Mark himself says for local clients, local extensions is a must so that ads show in the local pack. I always use site link extensions as well with full descriptions when they show. Those are my two priorities. Julia Vice goes site links, call out structured snippets and really like promotion extensions for short Sales, yeah, that's one that I've, I never used and I've, I really wish I had the opportunity to use them. Sarah Scarf replies, I only run shopping campaigns at the moment, but when I was in automotive location extensions, site links, call outs and price were essential promotion extensions when we could. Uh, Melissa Mackey replies, site links, I always include these first call outs would be seconds. She continues, some extensions don't apply to B2B, so we're limited in what we can use. Um, and then, yeah, in reply to Julia Vice, where she said site links, call out structured snippets, Colin replied, use basically all of these as well. Though I will say I dislike site link extensions because they always perform worse than headline clicks, sometimes drastically so. Yeah, I find to be the same thing as well. Um, Daniel Vardy replies, you really have to pay attention to site links performance. Some people just just set them and forget them. Yes, I've seen that done uh, several times. Julia Vice replies, can you say more? What does this mean performs worse than a headline headline click? The point is to get a headline click. Of course, a secondary message won't get as many clicks. How are you measuring this? And that's a very good question. So like, yeah, the, what is good, bad performance? So Colin Slattery replies, I mean, in terms of like conversion rates and CPA, often your CPA for the site link clicks are two times what they are for the headlines. Really? For cycling clicks. Basically, my argument is that having site links is actually detrimental to account prof- profitability. That's interesting. I've never heard that said. Um, so yeah, Julia Vice replies, I wouldn't measure it that way at all. I consider any click on my headline a click and site links are there to push other ads out of the way. I feel that's the same way. On an evergreen, I might compare site links clicks to... Um, to each um to each other but not to the headline so yeah site links are, uh, to site links but not to the main ad copy colin replies basically because you're charged for those site link clicks they have to factor into the profitability equation in my opinion and it's frequently the case with site link clicks that they lose money collectively at least that's my experience Julia replies that's a very interesting way to look at it so you're into call out and structured snippets only or mostly, oh, this conversation goes on quite a bit. Uh, Colin replies, so I use site links, but I always explain to clients that they are likely to be break to be broken even to unprofitable and explain reasons to have them, including using more, having more real estate. Also, usually a small percentage of spend overall, so not a big negative impact on ROI, um, but it's there. Daniel Vardy replies, our best practice is to run at least four site links and we periodically run analysis to see what the performance looks like so the site links are not out of control. Sometimes I'm happy if they're getting impressions and no clicks. When a site link is too much outlier, high CPAs, high CPA, we get it out. Um, Colin Slatter replies, site links getting um, impressions but no clicks is the best thing for my um, for most businesses in my opinion. Um, and yeah, Julia Dunn continues, finishes the chat saying I don't, well, finishes this thread of conversation saying I don't hate the clicks, honestly. If they convert, great. If they don't, they're in one of my RLSA audiences. Either way, I get value. We just need to assign 
that value. And I think, yeah, Google will even be happy to hear that, that, you know, even though there's some clicks down of generating conversions, as long as you can use that for um, retargeting or, you know, audience analysis or, yeah, just, yeah, you, in any other way, that'll actually be useful. And then Dwayne Brown joins the conversation um, going the usual is site links, pricing, call out snippets. Um, pricing is the one I see, use the least in accounts. We take over huge missed op. And then we've got Tim Halloran going um, site links, important when brand use multiple products, um, when search queries can be looking for multiple things, phone extensions, of course, important for sales team on non-ecom clients, call outs for sure, anyone use lead form extensions? Oh no, definitely have not used that one yet. Um, Steph um, Cocker replies, um, site links, call out and phones. Um, Sarah Scarf replies to um, Tim Halloran where he says site links, phone extensions, um, lead form um, extensions. Anyone use that? Sarah replies, I've used lead gen on Facebook. Not really been getting much traction with them on Google. Ah, so Facebook also do extension, add extensions. Not sure, was not aware of that. And Jennifer Williamson replies, phone site links, call out promo extensions when applicable. Um, yeah, and Julie Bicini replies, call locations, call out extensions are the ones I generally use. Do not like site links as they take people to pages that are not my PPC landing pages. Um, yeah, I just use this for like increase um, the real estate on there. Um, Dora Thomas replies for lead gen for local business, location, phone, site links, call outs. I should also do structure snippet promotion for the free consultation or whatever your intake process is called. And then we've got, um, yeah, Mark Kennedy going on to question two, saying some have already included this in some of their replies, but I'll ask anyway. On the flip side, what extensions do you rarely use, either due to lack of need or lack of performance? And mine was, yeah, I really wanted to get to the opportunity to use promotion extensions, um, but unfortunately I haven't had the chance yet. So, um, yeah, definitely, yeah, when it started really getting into that way of doing things, I kind of moved off working on shopping campaigns and it was all about display and audiences and RLSAs kind of ads. Um, but Jordan Stark does reply to question one saying, I feel like site links are the top most important for me. Location is already a priority. Um, call extensions, if they take calls, of course, then I put call outs and snippets on as gravy. And then we've got Dwayne Brown replying to question two, saying most people should use the price extensions, um, especially if you do competitor bidding. Thanks for that tip, Dwayne. Um, Julia Vice replied, call extensions. They are so often irrelevant. Haven't had a ton of success with lead form extensions. Anyone using image extensions yet? Yeah, no, I've, I've seen that used, but yeah, I feel that's just a distract, distraction and might actually prevent people from clicking. I don't know. I'd like to hear some um, stats about that. Sarah Scarf replies to question two, saying I rarely use call extensions um, because you cannot target them geographically. I can target when there's a location keyword included, but not on the higher volume keywords such as Toyota CHR, which when a retailer has multiple locations isn't handy. And Melissa McKee replies to question two, saying promotion and location generally don't apply to B2B. Mike um, Kennedy replies saying, I have not been able to use the app extensions as we don't have clients who have a need and maybe someone else has experience with it. Yeah, that's another one I've not really used that much of either. Um, John Kagan replies, yeah, maybe it is premature, but we scrapped the lead form and its predecessor, the leads 
were almost always spam. And Sarah Scarf replies um, to me where I said, I really wanted to get the opportunity to use promotions. Sarah replies, promotion extensions are awesome, particularly as you can schedule them. Just be careful with the automatic messaging. So yeah, you can schedule promotion extensions and um, be careful with automatic messaging. I love tips like that that you get for stuff that you've not used yet. Um, Julie Bettini replies, I have a mental block about structured snippets. I just don't get what they do for ads. Totally get what they do for SEO, but for PPC, not so much. So yeah, structured um, snippets is just more real estate and it's like call out as well, but you know, it shows a specific side of what your um, your business does, whether you, you want to talk about the brands that you use or whether you want to talk about the different services that you provide or the different locations that you're available in, but then you can use location extensions for that as well. And then we've got Jennifer Williamson replied to question two saying lead form extensions because I haven't had a client with a need to starting to use dynamic image, image extensions for an e-com client though. I'm excited to see where that goes. Yes, I was very excited to see um, where that went when I started um, testing discovery ads. But yeah, it just became a painstaking process. So I've moved that onto the display team. <laughs> Some things happen like that. Dougar Thomas replies to question two saying except for maybe one or two campaigns that app extension i struggle to see the user flow there search for a business get their app or what businesses have apps that are worth spending money on in google google search and in reply to um julie Bicini, um julie advice um goes i really like them as in structured snippets um for my travel destinations and for education sites exactly so you can show the different courses that you um offer or yeah the different locations um that's um your your yeah your flight or travel destination um person uh, company takes um takes you to um you can show a bit more detail and set yourself apart from your competitors products yes i agree with that and julie another one gives us a, a bit of pearl of wisdom in terms of um someone's answer so dogart said dogart thomas had said except for maybe one or two campaigns the app extension i struggled to see the user flow there search for business get their app um julie replies to that those businesses where app purchases are higher value than bnm restaurants in particular so yeah what businesses have apps that are worth spending money on in Google search and reply those businesses where app purchases are higher value than B&M restaurants in particular. And so we have Mark Kennedy giving us question three saying, what extensions did you use to, to did you use to have in your accounts that you missed extensions that got away? My answer to that is that, yeah, message extensions. Um, I, 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 I wish that I'd used them. I never used them. But I did wish that I'd gotten around to be able to test them. Um, and then Sarah Scarf replies to question three saying, I think the newsletter sign up extensions should have gotten more time. Same for message extensions. Yes, true. John Kagan, I'm going to date myself, but does anyone else remember the Yahoo and Yahoo Bing um, rich ads in search extensions? The name sounds familiar, but I can't for the life of me tell you what that actually that looked like. Um, those were amazing. I blame Yahoo's downfall solely on those being sunsetted. My Kennedy replied, drawing a blank 
blank on the name, but I like the extensions where you could link to a third party validation site. I think that's like reviews extensions. He comes, he goes around to say, Jennifer Williamson replies message extensions. I've never used them, but I'm curious about how they would have worked now that a client just started SMS subscription. Um, and then, yeah, Leo Pinion replies to question one saying definitely site link extensions to have more real estate on the SERP and add value to users and call extensions when relevant for the business. Julie Bettini replies to question three saying it's not gone, but having location extensions tied to Google My Business listings is both better and worse simultaneously. Um, better in that it's harder for fake locations to be used Worse because Google determines which location is shown to a searcher. Um, Julia Vice then replies to that saying, I had a good long chat with the product team for GMB, so Google My Business. Basically, if you make location extensions to mandate um, extensions a mandatory link to GMB, you have to support the product. It can't be unsupported when you have 950 plus franchise locations to manage. Um, yeah, Julie replies to that saying, Have you had the joy of working on the GMB version of the MCC? yet um julie replies julia vice replies um no i don't hate myself <laughs> joking it's different with the agency um mcc versus client mcc yep always different um, and then, yeah, we've got Sarah Scarf replying to um, question three, saying the ones where you could highlight company reviews and awards. Um, yeah, and that's a reply to Mark Kennedy saying, drawing a blank on the name. But I like the extensions where you could link a third-party validation site. Mark Kennedy continues, yeah, review extensions. Just remembered, yes, they were tough, but some got through. Um, BBB always worked for me. BBB? <laughs> um, some very interesting acronyms in this chat. Sarah Scarf, we always managed to get awards highlighted, industry love posting about those on third party and daniel vardy replies approvals on those are difficult this is unrelated but google ads also makes it hard for clients to get the five-star review process easy to understand i don't know i don't think it was that easy to under uh, hard to understand just use like guys like trust pilots or google reviews and once you get up to um i think it's like 50 reviews within the last three months you get your seller reviews um, show, the seller reviews extension shows on your ads automatically. It was one of the things I used to tell clients that, look, it's a free extension. We're just going to, it's just going to start showing as long as we have a good um, reviews process, like getting reviews from clients. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, a Leo Pinion replying to question two saying, I'd like to use more structured snippets extensions, but the headers are not always relevant for all businesses. They don't have cities, for example. It would be great to have the option to personalize the header. And then a reply to um, Jennifer Williamson, where she said message extensions. I've never used them, but I'm curious about how they would have worked. Julie Bicini replies, you get charged for clicks to call, even if they don't actually complete the call too. Called tracking shows how often that happens and then mark kennedy goes on to question four saying um yeah okay almost at the halfway point so let's move on to question four let's talk strategy what are some cool ways you are utilizing ad extensions um and then yeah he answers that saying for price extensions where we don't see a product we are testing um zero dollars example for a home services client estimates are free zero dollars design consultants are free interest payments are free no interest for six months um so sarah scarf replies to question four saying i don't know if that's if it's that cool but dealerships before recent events we're loving seeing how many physical dealerships visit um they were getting from their paid activity definitely as salespeople always say visitors 
were walk in. Um, Salon said, I say that again, is I don't know if that's cool, but dealerships before recent events were loving seeing how many physical dealerships visits they are getting from their paid activity. Definitely, as salespeople always say, visitors were walk in. So yes, so it's good to actually see um, you know, in terms of strategy that some of the PCC that you're doing in terms of locations actually driving physical visits. Um, so yeah, we've got Julia Vice replying to um, saying due to COVID, my search dollars are slashed. So I turned off most extensions for my fast food clients and added app extensions. Then we flipped the ad copy to talk about pain in app and drive throughs. We're blowing through our app benchmarks. Nice one. That's a really good strategy. Um, John Kagan replies to question four saying continuation of deal messaging. I couldn't fit and to be as fat and, and obnoxious as possible. Very similar to my personal lifestyle. Um, and then, yeah, he says just a quick follow up to the question of question four. He goes, and are you testing any new strategies or ad extensions, but don't have results yet? Um, Sarah Scarf then, um, I think replies to that and well, into quite replies to like the original question for saying another automotive example we use price extensions to highlight their trim variation prices so they've had a headline offer and then highlight offers on all other trims in a single advert so that the advert was relevant to all levels of budget so yeah that's a very interesting one i'd say um and so, yeah, Mark Kennedy then continues with his answer to question four. So that's part two saying I've loaded in image extensions into some accounts and I do see impressions and clicks, nothing big, but I've yet to see any of them in the wild. And then Mark goes on to give us question five saying, what's your biggest constraint, pet peeve, etc., regarding ad extensions? Um, and yeah, he goes, I have a guess on a common theme and he's going to, he goes, um, for his answer, say going to go out on the limb and say control. Yes. Google never gives us control on everything, on anything. Um, yeah. So I don't know about automation in terms of an automatic, uh, automated ad extensions, always turning that off for all clients. Um, yeah, but, um, yeah, for question five, what was mine? Oh yeah, I skipped that one. Yeah. I'll definitely say, yeah, the automated, um, ad extensions and always making sure to remove it, um, before, yeah, Google starts using them for any of my clients. And then, yeah, in reply to question five as well, continuing, um, Marco also says, um, I also get a lot of disapprovals on site links for obscure reasons, like, like Russian and other things. That's very random. Um, so yeah, Jordan Stark replies to question five saying, yes, location extensions used to be a lot easier to manage. I feel like I always have issues now with clients that have multiple locations. Um, Julia Vice replies to that saying, um, yeah, also automated conversion zero people want to pay for and measure calls to a fast food restaurant those people are already overworked as it is do not make that a conversion i have to then turn off um and then yeah julia vice replies to um question five uh julia vice replies to mark kennedy's answer to question five where he said i also get a lot of disapprovals on site links for obscure reasons like russian and um, julia replies yeah the disapprovals are starting to get weird it's almost like they need more staff to help override which also teaches the a <laughs> so yeah, AI needs to learn a lot of stuff. Um, and then yeah, also we've got Sarah Scarf replying to um to Mark where he talks about the yeah, obscure reasons like Russian. Sarah goes, I get them for phone numbers in the copy, no numbers included at all. I think their automated disapprovals is like is a little harsh. Uh, yeah, 
a lot of the disapprovals will be a little bit harsh and the 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 automation the ai really needs a better learning um and then yeah we've got um mark then going on to question six again saying when planning out your ad copy and extensions do you tend to repeat some calls to action exact um example free shipping free consult etc or do you have separate ctas for all ads and extensions um yeah i think it's definitely better to do have different ctas so yeah, i definitely use the extra um real, real estate in terms of like having more space for messaging and different messages to get more of the client's usp in there so yeah the things that didn't fit the character limit gets dumped into site links or um call outs um and then yeah julie replies to that saying if you have things in your third headline that you want to have a better chance of being seen repeat it in a call out extension that makes so much sense because yeah there's some things now that don't always show in description line from description line three or the fourth or the fifth headline so yes i that's a very good tip so julie again says if you have things in your third headline that you want to have a better chance of being seen repeated in a call out extension team gentleman replies i'm fine with repeating some cta so so call to actions especially considering the uncertainty over whether and how extensions appear just would want to make sure it's not all simply word for word duplication um julia vice replies blend of both you can't control how extensions are truncated so worth repeating the key message um in my opinion yeah i, I, I see i can see how that will be useful um sarah scarf replies i definitely do some repetition as i never know what is going to be shown out of my headlines descriptions and extensions but only the key points so yeah this is now starting to be you know the opposite of what i'd think that you should do in terms of using more of the cta's um different cta's in um ad extensions but it looks like there could be a very good reason for repeating your cta's if some of your headlines or descriptions not showing um so yeah and Glenn Schmelzel replies to that. Thanks for reminding me that repetition isn't a bad thing. Yeah, you know what? I'm starting to think it is not as well, even though before this chat, I would have said it was. And in reply to um, question six as well, Jonathan Stark goes, if I have a powerful CTA or value prop, I will throw it out there as a site link as well. Um, and then, yeah, Mark gives us our last question of the day. Any extensions on your PPC wish list? Um, but before we get into that, John Kagan replies to question five saying, no, in fact, they rarely get disapproved, even when they blatantly violate a variety of policies, which concerns me even more. Um, yeah. And then he took question six. He goes, once I identify a successful CTA, I put it everywhere. Redundancy be damned. So yeah, everybody agrees with the fact that repetition can be a good thing. Time to test some things now. This this could be fun for me. Um, anyway, so Julia Vice then replies to question seven saying, video, video, I want YouTube video extensions, please and thank you. Also video, video. Yeah, I think she wants video. I'm not I'm not too sure. What do you think? <laughs> Tim Jensen replies to question seven saying, break, saying, bring back review extensions and make the approval process less annoying. I'll say, what's my wish list? Um yeah message extensions that one i didn't really like i didn't get a chance to use so yeah please bring that back um and so jordan stark replies question seven saying i would just love it if image extensions will get rolled out more i don't have access to the beta and when i asked our rep 
he said it was full. Um, and yeah, that kind of brings us to the end of our chat today. Um, and also Sarah Scarf then also um, gives us um, her, her wish list saying video extensions would be awesome. Maybe some kind of light box extension too to highlight things like catalogs or other advertising posters or display ads. Um, and I think Julia Vice gives a really interesting one here um, and goes um, to reply to yeah, Julia Vice is going video, video, video. Mark Kennedy had said, I wish I could like this more. <laughs> they have had they had one years ago in a political vertical. I ran in um, ran a pol governor PC, PPC campaign in California, but it never caught on. Um, and then, yeah, Julia Vice continues travel. Hey, travel uses video. You know what else? SAS for B2B to explain complex products or hey. And travel also. She definitely has a lot of feelings about this, as she says in our tweet. And so, yeah, Julie Vicini rounds us off saying, Yeah, thank you for hosting today. And um, also, a very great shout out. So, we're doing a project where we're trying to see um, the people who want mentors in the industry, whether it's female or male, whoever. I think we're starting off with female. There's been a lot of female that have. Um, that have put their names up, but I think anyone who has just had loads of experience, I think really should step up in terms of, you know, just mentoring people who are starting out their career. That's a big passion of mine. That's what I love, really love doing at this stage in my career. And so Julie says, if anyone is interested in being a mentor in a PPC mentoring program, please reply to this. Uh, this tweet or dm me uh, her dms are always open she's already really good with that we just have random chats of how she's doing how we're handling lockdown how how she spent her christmas you know <laughs> things like that she's really lovely to chat to um so yeah this program is in its early stages but we are looking for mentors so yes if you want to be a mentor, please DM Julie Bicini. Uh, her handle is at Neptune Moon. And if you want to be mentored, also DM her. So um, well, we're trying to gather mentors at first, but then and then we'll start getting rollout into um, people who want to get mentored. So if you're on either side of that, please DM her or message me as well and I'll put you in touch with her. So yes, that's our chat for today. I hope you found that very useful. I found the note of everyone saying repeat messages in your ad extensions very insightful because I would have thought, no, use more of your, use different CTAs, um, use different USPs in your ad extensions. But yeah, it's it looks like repeating messages and repeating CTAs is good to be done. So I will be testing that out. Anything that you'll be testing out? Let us know and let us know what works and join our chat and give us your, your thoughts on, um, you know, how you're doing PPC. We always would love to hear from you. We are a very friendly community here. So hope you found the talk useful, took some great takeaways. And um, yeah, if you want to chat about this topic or any paid media or data analysis solutions, do get in touch with me by sending me an email at hello at mindswan.com. And remember for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly. There's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface, so keep your swans kicking. Bye.